0: there and welcome to episode 44 of Cuzzle Op. I am your host for this episode, Willy, also sometimes known as Arrow to the Face. And as usual, we got my cousin,
1: Ivy. Isaiah was good. Welcome to another episode.
0: So we're here this week to talk about another video game. Isaiah kind of mentioned it before that video games were popping off towards the end of this year with releases everywhere. And we were like, all right, you know, games are out and we need to talk about them. And we're here today to talk about Assassin's Creed Mirage. We spoke about the Assassin's Creed franchise in our Looking Forward to Mirage episode earlier this year where, you know, we broke the franchise down main games. uh, You know, we took it game by game. What did we like? What did we dislike? And so just in case anybody missed out on that episode or just needs a little bit of a refresher, um, IV. Can you just give an example about your relationship with this franchise and maybe what you were looking forward to most coming into this Assassin's Creed Mirage
1: game? Well, if you've taken the time to listen to our episode on Assassin's Creed so far, then we thank you. You know a little bit about where we're coming from. If not, let me catch you up. First things first, we've always had Assassin's Creed games as a pillar of conversation between Willie and I. In fact, go as far as to say there may not be a Kuzawab right now if it wasn't for the Assassin's Creed series. Um, There's a mutual love for Ezio, the Assassin's Creed, um, you know, two brotherhood revelations, kind of like arc. Um, A lot of respect for the character. Maybe not all the games. Some of them are amazing. Others aren't. Um, Where three went, where the story of present day Animus went, as I come with all of kind of like where I'm at on the other end of a game like Unity before the game started to become more Creed than assassins which is actually where we meet the protagonist of Mirage which is in which is in Valhalla um but you know Valhalla Odyssey and even Origins I have not always liked those games I don't really have any respect or love for those games because I think that they're just cheap mocks of Kind of the RPG fad, which was Witcher 3's kind of like thing it brought to the game in 2015 um, on a mass level. So when it came to this game, I wanted them to get back to the roots. I wanted them to create something that felt authentic to the Assassin's Creed brand. And that's the expectation I came in with, much like everyone else. They created this game and they took it back to Assassin's Creed 1 and they tried to give us this very, um, you know, this is what it was like when Altair was jumping on rooftops. And, um, you know, you can even change the color of the game if you want to make it feel like Assassin's Creed 1. And so it felt like there was fan service in that regard. And I think I want to say that now because that's one of my big points and hills I'm going to die on in this conversation in terms of my opinion about the game. Uh... But yeah, that's kind of what I came in with. What about you?
0: Yeah, you know, for me, I- I'm someone who has played every Assassin's Creed game and to its full extent. I've done all the challenges. I've tried to collect most of the things that you possibly can. I got to work on some of the, you know, Bahala and Mirage still. But for the most part, I-, I go to the limit. I go as far as you can. And I've been through the franchise through its ups and downs. I'm, I'm I guess you could say, loyal. But I'll talk shit when I need to talk shit, you know. Like I'm not the fan that will dick ride every game, but I'm also not the fan that's gonna hate every game. If you want to sit and have a conversation about each game and what I believe its strengths and weaknesses are, I'm down to do that. But when you just throw it all away, that's when I kind of get a little bit rocky. But you know, for Mirage, I was, just, I, I was just excited because I was like, we're going, we're we're attempting to go back we're attempting to do things that people have been asking for for a while from from these new games that they have not been delivering on right and so they are like okay here you go we're gonna try and handle something that you guys are asking us to handle in a certain way and you know for me it was really just about whether or not the game felt like an assassin's creed game because it is my opinion that odyssey and valhalla do not feel like assassin creed games uh, they feel like games that do take place in the world of Assassin's Creed, but not games that deserve the title of Assassin's Creed. Um, so yeah, that's where I was kind of entering into with this game. And, you know, I, I say, let's, let's get the show on the road, man. You know, we use pillars here at Kozawab to discuss video games. We got five pillars. We got sound and audio, which also includes acting in it. We got visuals. You know, does the game look good? Graphics and all. We got gameplay. Gameplay is a big one, obviously. We got the story being told and we got the world that this takes place in, right? And so to start off with sound and audio, you know, I think the game sounds great. I think, you know, when you're running around, it sounds great. And, you know, when you're running and you hear the or the sing, ah, the eagle, it's all great. You know, when, the, when we get into acting, is where I feel like, okay, that, that phrase I like to use, in fact, where you talk about hearing the mic, I hear the mic in this game. I do, which is unfortunate. Um, And then, you know, in acting, we'll talk about that in a moment. But overall, for sound, I think everything is 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 pretty simple. It's it's a simple steps on the ground, you know, running in the air, the horse and camel galloping. But it, it's simple, but it's good. It's done well.
1: First couple of hours in the game, that's the first thing I noticed. That the sound effects, the way it feels to swing the blade and how you hear it in the air. um Everything but the voice acting and the way that the mic sounds. Honestly, bro, it sounds like that because it's phoned in. That's literally the definition of what you feel. It's phoned in. But I'll rest my peace on that for now. Everything else sound effect wise is as it should be, you know, from Ubisoft. That's something Ubisoft does well. I'm not going to act like they don't. They might be weird in their stories. They might lack in certain games in terms of formulaic approach. But I think they do a good job with sound. They do a good job with sound and, and also some sometimes graphics and picture, which I know is what we're kind of headed into next when it comes to visuals. So.
0: I mean, you know, when it, when it comes to hearing the mic, I feel like for most Assassin's Creed games, I, I honestly could hear the mic. Even going all the way back to even some of the SEO games. I feel like hearing the mic is just something Ubisoft has always had an issue with. And I'm like, whatever, bro. Whatever. Like, it's not crazy for me for some reason with this. But, I mean it's noticeable. Uh, The guy who plays Basim, I think he did really well, man. I do miss the original guy. I think, you know, changing the actor was an odd choice, but I guess whatever, he's younger. Um, I actually think that the woman who who plays his master in this game, uh, for some reason, her voice bothered me in this game which is weird because I love the woman who plays her you know she's on Punisher I love her voice it's a strong voice I just think her hearing the mic for me bothered me a little bit but um let's go into visuals man I I got a hot take or maybe a cold take bro um I think that this game Assassin's Creed Mirage might be visually the most beautiful Assassin's Creed game we've ever
1: gotten I'm in agreement with you on that bro it's pretty as fuck. It's beautiful game, beautiful game. Um, when you're training, and and uh, you get like the 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 way that they decided to do the montage of his growth, um, I felt the montage because the the art is beautiful, because the scenery of his even his journey back to Baghdad. Uh, I, I, there are certain just clips, man. They just have certain clips where it's like, man, y'all took the time to build this out, and that's cinematically. I mean, also it's gameplay, but in a gameplay fashion, that too. You know, uh, we could talk about feeling. We're gonna talk about gameplay shortly, but I, I only I, the world felt believable. It felt very believable. It felt like they gave that to us, and I'm grateful for it because there's been some phoned in dynamics from other Assassin's Creed games not going to mention origins or odyssey or valhalla cuz i kind of think one thing about those unfortunately and i can't get that out of my head but one of the failures in my mind is uh syndicate i felt like syndicate had so much empty space and so much like laziness um so to look at that and then look at this, it's like, okay, you guys are very important. It was very intentional to be attentive to every detail, and I'm grateful for that.
0: One area of visuals that I do think needed work on, I don't think it was good at all. I'm going to be honest. I think I think it's good if it were Origins six years ago, but um, facial animations, I, I didn't think they were good in this game. I thought that the faces looked like they were from Assassin's Creed Origins, which Origins at the time looked great. But, you know, I think Valhalla looks better than this. I don't think that the faces in this game are up to par with what a 2023 game should be. But at the same time, it's, it's Ubisoft. And it's kind of sad to say that, like, Ubisoft... For some reason, they do really good and then really bad every time, like even with Unity, they did really good, I feel like, and then Syndicate felt like a step down, and it's the same here. So that, that's one area where I just didn't like visually, and then another which is more of like a, a game design choice, but it, it affects visuals or cutscenes. You know, you spoke about the montage and for me, what bothered me, it kind of fits into a category of a lot of side games like Gears of War Judgment or Batman Arkham Origins and that it's, it's its cut scenes instead of feeling more authentic and like put into the game like woven better. Um, it's just cinematics that were pre-rendered. Like, at least I think they were pre-rendered, you know, the black bars appear at the top of the screen and it just, they feel like they just put gameplay in between two clips rather than actually formatting a real cutscene. And that bothered me a little bit. Um, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. It's my opinion that it's just a bad idea to do.
1: That's a fair opinion, bro. Especially since you played them all and you know the difference. You know what I mean? You can tell the correlation between a DLC almost or an expansion pack, an add-on thing, and the main story that's shown more love. And that's where we start peeling back the layers of, Fan service, man. Um, You know, one thing you'll know for me in terms of what I felt, this game, I heard heard somebody on the internet say this, and I think I've just adopted it as my terminology when people ask me what I thought about this one. This is the most here-you-go game I've ever played in my life. It has high, it's giving, y'all wanted this? Here y'all go. Energy the whole time the whole time because we're talking about sound and audio. They better be sharp. We're in 2023. We're talking about visuals. They better look good. We're in 2023. Now we're going to start talking about gameplay, but what you're noticing with the visual side already is this level of like, oh, there wasn't intentionality in that regard? You were intentional in the places where it's expected because that's just where the momentum of gaming should be right now in 2023. These are things that are standard almost. They're not outstanding, they're just standard. It should be the best. It's the most, has the most technological opportunity and advantage to be the best looking thing in Assassin's Creed, especially compared to Assassin's One. You know what I mean? But, This game has a lot of Ubisoft just gave this to us because the community asked for it, but I don't know how much heart I felt from Ubisoft in the way they wrote this story or how it feels to be in this world in particular. Everything looks good, but then when you start digging deeper, you start to realize, oh shit, they cleaned this up and they gave it to us because we said we wanted it like this. And it just has a lot of, y'all wanted this? Here you go energy.
0: You know, I I don't know if I agree with you on that one, bro. Just because I feel like there's so many pieces to what this game is. Uh, you know, Valhalla DLC. This is what this game was originally going to be, and somewhere along the line, they changed their mind and decided to make it something else. They tried to do a little bit of testing here, so I see. T- I see this as a test more more than just a a here you go game. I've got other games in my mind that feel like a like a here you go game, especially from this year, you know. But I just think that that this game is more of like a uh, you know, like I said, a testing. They just. They said, you know what, this game has grown larger than a DLC, so let's use this as a test for the future. I mean, you told me in 2018, bro, that Ubisoft will sit down and drop a game, but like not a crazy finish game so that their next game can be even crazier and more finished than the previous game based on people's feedback. Those are your words. And so for this, I think that it's okay for this to be a testing game because, you know, it's 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 a step towards a new direction and hopefully a good direction for many people. We just got to bite the bullet once or twice and I don't think this is that heavy of a bullet to necessarily bite. But let's move on to gameplay, bro. Gameplay-wise, parkour in this game is fantastic. You know, I'm on record saying, and I know you agree with me, that Unity is the peak gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Parkour-wise, number one, the world is built for parkour in this game, something that has not been the case since Assassin's Creed Unity. And in the parkour animations and feel, I can feel Unity in there. You know, it's a little bit slow. And I think that's because you've got, uh, you know, Unity feeling parkour running on Valhalla's engine, you know, and I think that can be why, but either way, it's still really fun. It's the most fun I've had with parkour, I believe, since Unity, um, combat wise you know it, it's very hack and slash however though it did remind me of old assassin creed games in the sense that um i can counter and automatically kill like that's part of the game i could just counter kill counter kill oh counter kill seven dudes are swinging at me i could still just counter kill them all um, you know, so in even in the combat, I felt like a mix of like old and new, it felt like they were testing old and new. Can we do both? Um, and then, yeah, you know, for the, for the final thing, I mean, you know, parkour, yeah. Combat, yeah. I just, I feel like the, the last bit for this category is stealth, right? And stealth in this game When, when, you know, I was doing things right, it were really, it was really fun. It was really fun. Um, you know, I, I, I kill every guard in the building. I kill them all. I go in there and. You know, sometimes you can just go right for your target and kill them. Nah, I'm in there throwing knives, stabbing dudes in the back, blow darting the dudes with my poison and stuff like that. It's really fun. Um, you know, for all of the gameplay, though, you know, one thing is I had to change my gameplay settings, my control settings, because I don't know why. They just... They come into these games and they be changing it up on you. They be changing the controls on you. And to me, that doesn't make sense because you've got 12, 13 games and between Brotherhood and Black Flag, there's a gameplay change between there and Unity, gameplay change there and Origins, gameplay change. Nothing is ever consistent that things begin to get confusing. And I I think that's kind of whack. But overall, for gameplay, there's ups and downs for me. But I, I definitely like it better than the last two Assassin's Creed games.
1: Word. I mean, I think parkour-wise, going back to your original point in gameplay, I love that. That was one of the things I was excited about from the beginning was that they created a world that was made for parkour and that they were getting back to the roots of that. I do wish that they stopped playing around and brought Unity's parkour engine into this environment because I think Unity's parkour is the best. And so that's the one I'm going to compare it to. And I can understand you saying it feels like Unity with the Valhalla engine. I hear you. Um... But the parkour was cool. It just it didn't man, I don't know, bro. You're not gonna get a shaky, you're not gonna get a shake from me. It still feels like the parkour was also a here you go for me. It was like they gave us parkour, but they didn't give us 100% parkour. They gave us 80% parkour, 85% parkour. Even though the world was built like it, the systems and the mechanics of that gameplay could have been polished and done a little bit better and smoother and cleaner toward what they know the fan base is asking for. And yet they still allowed it to be heavier and they still allowed it to feel the way that they wanted it to feel. For what reason? Uh a test I don't I don't I just don't understand that part me personally and so that's the other thing about the parkour in this game it didn't feel like it offered much in terms of dynamic like in Assassin's Creed 2 um when you run up on walls and then you meet you 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 meet certain allies they start to change the way that you maneuver around the map in certain ways unity is similar as well we talked about that being an overextension with the concept of the grappling hook in in um syndicate and how i felt stupid to add a a hook in there because you know it's like what there's no parkour happening anymore but then we talked about revelations and how the hook kind of added to another dynamic of you can go over an enemy parkour in this way grab onto this thing and it's like i just felt like they could have done more in the world of parkour but they were like well we gave y'all parkour you've wanted it for a long time so here you go and that's enough
0: I mean, look, I mean, I feel like this is where you have to remember the development process, right? They, they, this was again, Valhalla DLC that grew to be something more. And because it grew to be something more, you know, I don't think they were were willing to just go back to square one with everything that they had already done. They were able to just tweak some things to try and provide something new to step towards a direction to see if fans maybe would want something like this again. And I feel like I can see potential in there, bro. I feel like, you know, if fans just voice the things that they like and they, the way the things that they don't like properly, I feel like we can really get something cool one day. I don't think this was ever going to be the game that fully did that. You know, this was always going to be a test game for me. But like I said, I feel like I can see something in there. Just it's, it's not ready yet. And that's and that's OK. I'm not letting them off the hook. I'm going to talk my crap when I need to. But I feel like this I could I could see it.
1: i can respect that there's times when i've seen things in the way a story is written or seen things in the way they try to do that or this and you let me talk my shit i'm gonna let you talk your shit respect i know i know that there's potential and honestly if the next game they get it closer they redesign it from the ground up and they decide to put money into it i'm i'm with it you know what i mean if it looks like a valhalla or odyssey clone i'm not with it i'm not with it me personally. But if they dig deep into what they're testing and they get those results and they, and it seems like it's worth investing in, I hope that they go ahead and they go crazy balls to the wall. Please, bro, please. I would love that. But other than that level of the parkour, yeah, man, combat is just kind of like the buttons were fun. Once I switched everything up, like you said, you know, you sent that over to me. Thank you for that. Um... I had some trouble with that nonetheless, you know, jumping off of cliffs and certain things, you know, certain buds had to move around. And it was tricky because again, man, I just hate that they they no no successful no successful gaming story, trilogy, select series switches their controls like this. So I just don't know what Ubisoft's obsession is with this concept. You play Last of Us, it feels just like Last of Us 2. You play Uncharted, if you could shoot and jump and, and climb in Uncharted 1, you can do it in 4. You could do it in Lost Legacy. It's like, I don't understand uh, Arkham. You keep building on what's at the base, but their desire is to keep changing and flipping and changing and doing all these different things story and mechanics-wise. It's it's disillusioning, and it makes it harder for me to press in gameplay-wise. So I tried my best to press in, and once I found that combat, I said, okay, I can get with this. But yeah, man, it leaves a lot to be desired. That's another thing about Assassins, man. There's been so many games. There's been so many games. There's so much legacy in this game and the series that it's a lot to compare it to. And so I just have a hard time with that. And I know I could fall into that trap of taking what was and comparing it too much to what should be and what could be and having expectations. I need to open my mind to that a little bit more. But with Assassins, like you said, maybe it's that I'm burnt out, but I'm just like, why? Like, Like, what is the sense in it? it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Now, the other thing I wanted to say gameplay-wise is the gadgets. You know, the gadgets, um, you know, I call them gadgets because, you know, they're, they're items. The items that you have in your bag, you know, knives and smoke bombs and and poison darts. I like those. I actually appreciate those in this game. Um, I, I think that, it reminded me of when I used to play Brotherhood and play the multiplayer and Revelations and um, Black Flag and shoot people with poison darts or hit them with the poison. Like it was it was cool that they brought these pieces back because they were also tips to the hat to the past of what was inside Assassin's Creed because those things were dangerously like important. They weren't just like minor accessories that you can utilize. That was like literally how you got the mission across. And so to land the ship here gameplay-wise, it makes these um black box environments stealth missions which is what assassin's creed is known for a lot more fun man you could really go in there and do whatever you wanted to do and there were certain things you can trigger on some hitman type timing that you can find and discover without the game telling you and that was cool that's what assassins is all about so i'm glad they got to that and they put the roots of that in there um but they stumbled in other areas in my opinion
0: all right. Well, you know what? Let, let's just hop into um let's hop into story, bro. I mean, there's not much here, I'm gonna be honest. I was very disappointed in this story. I understand that it's a DLC, but it felt like a very lackluster DLC. It felt like they had three points they wanted to hit and they pushed a bunch of jumbo crap in the middle. You know, about halfway through the story, about 6-7 hours in, I realized I really don't give a fuck. I just wanted to finish it as a means to an end, you know, and I hate when I feel like that about games, because it tells me that something went wrong, either with me or the game, and I really don't think it's been me, because I finished Valhalla, which was another game where at that point, I was like, I just want to get to the end of this, but I lasted 60-70 hours on Valhalla, compared to this. I couldn't even last six or seven hours because I just felt like there's nothing here, right? seems origin and, and Loki becoming a part of his mind. Yeah, okay, sure. But it, it felt very, just put, get, get it over with, get it over with for me. Um, It felt very Assassin's Creed 1 almost in some thematic senses. But for me, I was just like, I was let down, you know? And um, you know, even my friend Abe, who played Assassin's Creed Valhalla and loves Valhalla, uh, he was like, "Yeah, bro, the story there, yeah, whatever, bro. I'm there for the for the killing and the combat, but besides that, nothing. I got nothing, bro. Like forgettable and disappointing."
1: Yeah, bro, it's unfortunate because you got DLC like Freedom Cry from Black Flag um, Assassin's Creed Four, and bro, it's just it's a well done DLC pack, bro. I'm sure there's some DLC packs from from Odyssey and from Valhalla that smash, that go crazy. I mean, I know there's some DLC packs from Odyssey that go crazy. My brother-in-law, I've heard from you; they've they've said you know great stories, great mythological, taking you into here. They're fun. They may not be the most groundbreaking storylines, but they're fun. They're enjoyable to expand on the things that you might like or not like about the game. That's what DLCs are supposed to do. I just think them taking it. And turning it into a real game and saying, Oh, let's put all these things that they wanted in here, but still keep the realm and the story so tied to Valhalla, even in some of the reveals as the story progresses. And it's just kind of like I don't know, man. First of all, fight club, if you're gonna take a fight club angle story and you're gonna you're gonna have a thing be what isn't, and you play the whole thing that never happened, kind of kind of story, when we we're all wishing we didn't play this to begin with. It's it's a spit in the face to me. So again, bro, Isaiah's theme, here you go. Y'all wanted this, here you go. Energy, bro. That's the energy I get from the story, especially, bro, bro. A strong story here would have helped them a lot. If they had a strong story with a great protagonist that was really memorable and a brand new protagonist, in my opinion, um, I would have been like, let's go. But it felt phoned in. I felt like the mic was in the room. I felt like the pen was still touching the paper as I'm playing the damn game.
0: Look, last thing I got to say about the story is some may want to play it before Bahala. Some might want to play it after. To be honest, you can do it either way. There are going to be positives and negatives to it. Maybe you'll like Musim more in Bahala after playing this, but then you also know the twist. So I I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. Um, And... You know, if I didn't care about the story enough to even remember how most of it goes, I mean, that should say enough. I wish I could dive into it more. Let's dive into world, bro. Let me hear what your thoughts about the world and the lore and the world building, unless it's just your phrase. You know, the the it's phoned in.
1: Well, I say world, world, and and in, in the visual department, I'll give them that too. You know, I'll give them that. It does feel like a cool world to return back to the roots, man, of, you know, what I've loved from Assassin's Creed from the beginning. Um, have him climbing and scaling the mountains and learning to do the leap of faith. Those pieces of the lore, always going to love it, man. Always going to love it. It can be a bunch of shit and it can be a bunch of trash. It could be syndicate and feel super just disconnected like these Creed games, or, you know, Odyssey and Valhalla. But nonetheless, man, you start talking about the Hidden Ones versus the Templars. You start talking about that lore, I'm with it forever, you know? So I'll tip my hat to them in that regard.
0: I mean, yeah, I- I'm with you, bro. I'm just, there's Isu stuff. There's Hidden Ones stuff, you know? There are pieces there that connect it to Assassin's Creed. Does it do it in a big way that'll be memorable? Not really, you know? Not really, unless something huge happens later on. But for right now, it's just it's in the world. They have the pieces that connect, and that's about it, man. I talk about the world in terms of technical aspects and gameplay. Um so let's let's move towards the finish line of this, bro. Let's you know, I, I'm actually interested in hearing if you have like a number for this game yet in terms of like what your rating for it is and and where it may stack amongst some of the other Assassin Creed games that you've you've played, you know, come in in the franchise.
1: I think off of it being the newest, prettiest um you know I can't give it less than less than a 5 you know I think I would just give this game like a 6 and if I gave it a 0.5 it'd be like a 5.5 um I liked this I rather play this than play Syndicate to be honest, Syndicate had a similar issue in terms of you play it for a little bit and you feel disillusioned from the story because it just doesn't feel per- there's a there's there's a lack of purpose. Sometimes it feels like, even though it's the steampunk vibe, so I kind of like would say it's above that game. Um, but all the other games from Assassins, I would put above this. I haven't even played Odyssey or Valhalla, but I probably would end up putting them above this if I took the time to play those as well. Just being honest. Um, if you want to compare to DLC I already mentioned, man, freaking Freedom Cry, bro. Like I would, I'd I rather them have gone back and gave my boy Adewale another story. Shit. Because <laughs> DLC-wise, that was some of the best Assassin's DLC that ever existed, in my opinion. Um, weak, weak DLC, man. So I'd I'd give it you know five point five six, um, and it's not high up there at all. It's it's in the back the end the back end three of the Assassin's Creed lineup.
0: All right, all right. Um, you know, for me, I think I'm gonna give the game a seven or like a six point five. I think it is uh, you know, it's strong in some aspects, weaker in others, but. I think a cool 6.5 or 7, it encapsulates that. Um, in terms of where I would put this among the franchise, I, I I think I'm having four games under it. I think I'm putting, I'm definitely putting Valhalla and Odyssey under this game. Um, and I'm definitely putting Syndicate under this game, maybe. Because I'm about to replay Syndicate for the first time. I've never replayed Syndicate. I've replayed every other Assassin's Creed game, including origins and odyssey and i've never replayed syndicate um but yeah and then and then assassin's creed 1 i think i'm gonna put under it just because of its its accessibility in terms of gameplay it's very outdated but don't underestimate its importance because assassin's creed 1 is important and it will forever be it's more important than this 100 percent um but yeah, I mean, you know, for our last bit of, of talk here, bro, you know, we, we've got a rumored 11 projects coming from Assassin's Creed between VR, mobile gaming, remakes, and other stuff like that. And so I want to know, with this game and all of the other franchise games, um, what are you hoping for from the future of this franchise?
1: A couple things for me. One, more, more Assassins, less Creed. Um in the sense of I just am still in that camp of if it's going to be an RPG ass game just with an Assassin's Creed storyline stuck into that realm, um, I'm waiting for it to go on sale before I play it, one. And two, like I don't really want that, me personally. I understand that I've heard that there's going to be a concurrent vibe where they'll make kind of smaller games that are more catered to the people who like a game like Mirage, but... I'm in that camp, I suppose, in terms of the type of style with the parkour and the smaller world and the linear story and the black box missions and stuff. Um, But for me, man, I think something that would be really good for them, and, and and I don't think it's something they can do now. I think it's something they have to create a plan to unleash or to release. But uh, one, I want a protagonist I can stick with and grow with for a couple of games. Please, please give us a, a protagonist we live with for two, three games, at least. Ezio was so great because we grew with him literally from his birth, bro. I pressed the X button and moved my hands. Stop. Stop. I don't want to meet this new character every time you drop a game. Give me the time to grow with the character in a way that's meaningful. And don't phone in the character from another another game. Oh, we'll just use this person. If they take the time and build a storyline and do character development well, I think it'd be good for the series. And then I want a modern game. That's something I want. I want a game where it would be sick to see what assassins versus templars look like in modern day, similar to like when we got those missions with Desmond, and he's running around um, the 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 Abstergo building. Like I would just love if they figure out a way to do that. It would be cool to walk through a city on some prototype timing but like I'm, I'm, I'm shanking dudes in like a city street. It'd be sick. But they can't do that first. They have to do that later, almost like a reward for them sticking the landing a couple times with a character we can trust and, and grow along with both in the Animus in terms of the concept of history, but also in a present day context, whatever they're going to figure out to do with that. Um, I think these guys just need to... St- it's almost like when Treyarch and Activision were trading Call of Duties back and forth because it gives the other studio an opportunity to breathe and figure out what their next move is going to be. It's almost like I wish somebody could come in and phone in a new game for Ubisoft so Ubisoft can lick its wounds for a second and figure out what they're going to do before they make another assassin. So hearing there's 11 pieces of content scares the shit out of me. Me personally, makes me feel we're going to get 11 more games of this same shit because I don't know how they could be able to take the time to cook something meaningful up. But i'm open to surprises and i hope that that's what they do this is what i think the success would look like for for the assassin's creed franchise going forward
0: you know for me looking at some of what we're rumored to be getting uh, a multiplayer game or a few multiplayer games i think that would be pretty cool you know maybe they drop like a forty dollar multiplayer assassin's creed game where it's no no crazy story or anything like that just fun multiplayer modes and things like that 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 could be a cool idea um we got more single player games like Assassin's Creed Codename Red, the next RPG game. I'm interested to see what, what that looks like after Mirage, what how they can distinct that and be different since they're trying to do two different styles of Assassin's Creed games. I'm excited to see what a Japan game looks like from Ubisoft. Um, I'm excited for whatever their next not rpg game is like i said i feel like this was a test game and i feel like the next time we see an assassin's creed game that's not an rpg hopefully they they've learned from their mistakes and they can figure out something that'll make people actually happy you know make their classic fans happy while not upsetting their rpg fans with whatever they're doing um and you know and you know my last point i want to hit your uh make multiple games with the same characters. Um, with modern game development, I don't know how possible that's gonna be, you know, games are taking three to four years to being made now compared to them dropping Ezio's games back to back to back. It's a little bit different now. And so my my, my challenge to Ubisoft Soft would almost be don't be afraid to throw back. Like go back. Give Connor a second game so people can actually like him, you know, because a lot of people don't. Go back. Give Edward his second game, right? Learn from other companies. Go back and give Shay and Arno their team-up game or their revenge quest game, whatever you want to call it. Stop being scared to do sequels, yes, but let's honor some of our legacy characters also. I mean, that's one way to get people back, but besides that, that's Assassin's Creed Mirage. You know, hopefully if you played it, you'd enjoy it. If not, please explain why. And, um, you know, we had to break up our little Marvel Episodes We gave you two Marvel episodes back to back. And next week, you could you could tune in for one last Marvel episode for, for this year. But besides that, that's the Assassin's Creed for now, man.
1: And we thank you for listening to another episode of Kuzzlewop. Uh We've been going video game by video game in these last couple of months. And we're excited for uh, the top of next year where we'll look back at what were some of the best and some of the worst moments of video gaming. Uh for 2023 that's coming down the pipe and a lot more tune in with us next week as we jump into Loki season two we're excited to break down that that next piece of Marvel um we love that you guys are willing to take a listen if you have gaming friends especially friends that have grown up loving Assassin's Creed send this episode over to them ask them their thoughts it's a great great opportunity for you guys to chat about it uh, and some of the talking points we have here uh, we thank you for your time and for for being a part of the conversation. Uh, and just know every time you tune into an episode of Cuzzlewop, you're gonna find this two cousins, one podcast, and endless entertainment. doses